0: As soon as I heard the conversation about going for a trip to the pool, I was absolutely dreading it. I sat there in our little bedroom for around 10 to 15 minutes, just not knowing what to do. And I ended up actually making up um, that I didn't feel very well.
1: Losing weight isn't easy, and some days we can feel like we need some extra help. Welcome to the Weight Loss Warrior podcast, the show where we share inspiring real-life success stories from normal, everyday people like you and I listen to how each of our guests managed to overcome their personal challenges to lose the weight they wanted as they talk about the secrets to their success and give great advice that you can benefit from. Become part of our tribe and use the Weight Loss Warrior podcast as your source of motivation and support to help you on your weight loss transformation. And now your host and friend Carl Radley. Hi everyone and welcome to Weight Loss Warrior, the podcast where we share success stories from people all over the world telling us how they have lost weight and transformed their lives. And today I'm really, really happy to have a Slimming World legend on the show with me, Charlie. How are you, mate?
0: Very well, thank you. How are you, Carl?
1: Yeah, I, I'm doing fantastic, thank you. I'm I'm just finalising the Christmas preparations and and looking forward to that. And I have a few days left of work before I take my holidays, and then it'll be time to relax a little bit. And I, I believe you're already on your holidays.
0: That's correct. Yeah, luckily enough to finish uh, last Friday. So um, so yeah, enjoying the time that I've got off at the moment. That is for sure.
1: Brilliant. That's good news. No excuse for not wrapping presents.
0: No, very prepared. <laughs>
1: good stuff. Very good to hear. So Charlie, I mean, I've already told the the audience, you know, you're a Slimming World legend and I'm really happy to hear about your story today. I know you're somebody who's very active in the weight loss community on Instagram and and probably elsewhere as well. Uh, but, But for people who may have not have found your account yet, tell us a little bit about yourself.
0: So yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Charlie. I'm 26, just outside of Nottingham. That's where I'm from. Regarding kind of my work uh, and things like that, back when I was a teenager, I used to support my parents at their wonderfully established coffee shop in the village called Bottisford, where I grew up. Um, so yeah, I feel very, very blessed to have supportive families around me in mine and my fiancé's family as well. But moving back onto kind of work, I've always been interested in things like sport. Um, that was the avenue I wanted to go down as a teenager. Um, with me being a huge Nottingham Forest football supporter, as many of you will probably know, um, and a season to get hold of as well. Um, but I had a bit of a change of heart at a young age and wanted to go down, um, well, kind of a random random different route and became a, a barber. So I gained a qual- qualification in barbering, um, spent about a year renting chairs uh, at a different barber shop, and was then lucky enough to be given the opportunity to run my own barber shop, um, whilst also running my own mobile barber's business as well. Um, At a young age, I um, was earning a a decent amount of money. um, But that was kind of when my weight loss started to spiral out of control, really. So I was living at home, the only expense I had was probably my car at the time. Um, And, and, you know, if my mind mind serves me correctly, um, all my money was spent on things like takeaways. Um, things that probably aren't too great for us um, when we have them in excessive amounts, really. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of when my weight loss started to go out of control. I went on plenty of nights out with my brother, who was at university in Lincoln at the time. Um, funny enough, that was actually where I men- ended up meeting my fiance live as well. Um, so that's a bit about my work then. My priority, priorities, obviously, were elsewhere, um, and that was kind of when I stopped all my sports and things like that as well. But moving back to the work side of things, um, I've always thrived off new challenges, and I felt like I was getting too comfortable in what I was doing as a barber. Therefore, after about three or four years, I once again decided to have a complete change of career and went down the route of working in the youth sector, in a school with children in the care system, and running programs for teenagers as well. But then back in December 2021, I moved into a role that I'm currently in now as a youth engagement advisor. Um, so to put it into simple terms, what I get up to at the moment, I go into schools, colleges and a lot of other different youth settings and deliver talks and presentations um, in front of hundreds, um, which is which is crazy when you think about it. Uh, but I aim to kind of inspire them and encourage them to take up volunteering opportunities at a young age in their local communities, developing them as individuals for their futures. So I know I've covered a lot there, Carl, but that's kind of where I'm up to in my career at the moment, really. And that's a bit about myself.
1: That's brilliant. And and honestly, one of the most comprehensive overviews I think I've had on the show. So (laughs) it's really nice to get that insight to you. I mean, I I can't agree with everything you said, being a Tottenham fan myself, but I respect (laughs) the fact you're a Nottingham Forest fan. Okay, that's that's fine. And I I think that when you (laughs) featured in the Slimming World magazine, you actually were at the Nottingham Forest ground. So it sounds as though you've had a, a really enjoyable life up until this point you know for the most part of of what you've touched on you've been lucky to to have your own business you've got supportive families you you know you're engaged you have a fiance and and it sounds you know that you you've lived a fun life which is fantastic and i mean as with part of that some things can happen in, in terms of not looking after yourself as much and you can kind of neglect your health while having, I won't say too much fun, but, but enjoying yourself and focusing on other areas of your life. Um, so, so when was it you actually began to feel that you were unhappy with the weight that you were at?
0: Um, I suppose there's a couple of different moments really but there, there was one that, that hit me quite hard and that was, um, well me and Liv had been together for a, a couple of years I believe it was um, and we headed over to, to Cornwall for a family holiday with all of Liv's family um, both of Liv's brothers, and their wives and they've all got younger children as well and we woke up one morning um, with Liv's family and they the kids were so, so excited to go swimming um, and I'm sure you can see where this is going automatically as soon as I heard the conversation about going for like a trip to the pool, I was absolutely dreading it. I sat there in our little bedroom for around 10 to 15 minutes just not knowing what to do or to say. I was literally just sat there in silence. And I ended up actually making up um, that I didn't feel very well. Liv looked at me straight away. Knew in fact that I was feeling okay. I was absolutely fine. I just was embarrassed, and I didn't want to strip off in front of everybody. Um, and I used that moment. I sat there by the pool whilst all of, well, everybody else was enjoying themselves, having a great time. I sat by the pool and, and used that moment to kind of reflect on how much my life had actually changed, going from somebody who was full of confidence back in the day, running my own business, um, you know, barbering, to someone you know, who lacked so much confidence um, would wear things like jumpers and coats to cover myself up. Um, and yeah, and just going from that extreme to another, I suppose, um, there's, there's actually a picture out there at the moment, um, which I'm not a fan of at all. Um, but I look back now and realise, I suppose I should be quite proud of how far I have come um, because we have gone out for a family meal um, and everyone was dressed really smartly and, um, cousins aunties uncles and everybody and I was sat there wearing a, a big winter's coat and I suppose that was another moment where I f- reflected back and thought wow um how could I let myself get into that kind of state at the time um but yeah I felt incredibly uncomfortable at that time and I suppose now I can look back and think I've done incredibly well um so, yes, that, that, there are a couple of moments, but then on a, I suppose on a more positive note, um, late 2020, my brother told me some incredibly exciting news. And my brother, Jamie, um, him and his girlfriend at the time, Poppy, um, who is now his wife, um, were getting married and that he'd love for me to be his best man. Um, once again, initially, the excitement was incredible. Um, I was so, so excited for them both um inside i kind of knew straight away um i would then have to stand up and deliver a best man speech um at that moment in my career in my life in my personal life everything i thought how can i be that person who's going to be in those pictures feeling incredibly uncomfortable um there was no chance that i'd be able to do that job justice for him um and deliver that best man speech without kind of making change to myself first so there's numerous kind of moments in my life that have kind of spurred me on to want to make change. And I suppose that they're, they're just a couple of them.
1: That's incredible. And I mean, given the work that you do now, speaking in front of hundreds of children and, and young people, it is something that I would imagine has come as a, a, a product of you taking care of yourself and achieving a a transformation that that gives you that confidence again and the the motivation to be able to do that without being so self-conscious which is fantastic and i'm just going to touch on a couple of things the first thing you mentioned the swimming pool i can 100 relate to this um even as recently as i think it was three years ago four years ago just before covid we had a a works um like getaway conference weekend where you know it was in a really lovely setting in the rural spain it was like a country house where we had work during the day and then we were free to do like activities and stuff in the afternoon, which was amazing. It was beautiful, but they had a, a big swimming pool there and everyone was saying, okay, yeah, tomorrow we're all going to go swimming. And I was like, oh, I really don't want to do this because like there was a, a few guys there especially who were really in good shape and I thought that's just going to make me even look worse in comparison. And so I was really dreading that. And in the end, I didn't go swimming either. I, I, I made up the excuse for I had a, a client call but I had to attend to and I, I couldn't avoid it. So I, I can relate to that. And I think it's moments like them where you might be able to dodge them once or twice and get away with it, but you're not solving the problem. You're really just shying away from it, I think. So
0: absolutely. The, yeah, absolutely. So,
1: so I think the fact that you use that time to actually reflect inwardly it is amazing and, and something that, you know, probably started the wheels in motion for you in your journey.
0: For sure. Um, you know, it is those sorts of moments that, like you said, you can t- you can kind of dodge them once or twice. Um, but then it kind of happened once we got back from the holiday and the kids wanted to go swimming again and have fun. And it was kind of it was the question that they asked me once, the kids, uh, my nieces and nephews. It was, why is there Why can my, my Uncle Charlie not go swimming with me? Um, why can he not have fun with me? And it was kind of that. That really hit home for me and I I thought wow I can't I can't do this for much longer I needed to make change and it was kind of those like I said those specific moments that really kind of spurred that on.
1: That's great And, and fair play to you for for allowing you know the change to happen and I think like you say it's when it's impacting other people there's a feeling of guilt that comes about it as well and I guess it's usually a turning point it's a bit of a fork in the road where either you decide right okay I'm not going to accept this and I'm going to make a change or you just learn to, to put up with it. But the risk I think of, of just putting up with it is that you you can make yourself very unhappy with that and that's when the fake smile comes out and you pretend everything's okay but on the inside you're really tormenting yourself by, by not having, I, I don't want to say not being brave enough but not having that moment where you can actually say, right, okay, I'm going to make a change. And that can be really difficult I think for a lot of people. Definitely. So... When was the actual moment, Charlie, that you decided, OK, I'm going to make a change? And was it was it when you found out your brother was going to get married and you decided you were going to start working on yourself then? Or tell me about that.
0: Yeah. So um, I suppose it was late 2020, like I mentioned, that my brother asked me to be his best man, um, which was incredible Um, an amazing moment. Uh, funny enough, it was on the way back from Forest Beach in Derby at the time. Um, so obviously an amazing day that we both had together watching the game. And then he asked me that, which was even better. Just topped the day off perfectly. Um, so yeah, January 2021 hit. Um, i got obviously a really, really exciting uh, time ahead with my brother's wedding going on. And then later on, I suppose on that first day, actually, I decided to sign up to the Slimming World plan. But I've only ever used the digital service, so their app that they've got. I've never really wanted to go to a group session for, for Slimming World. I never thought, well, first of all, I never thought I'd have the confidence to do so. And then secondly, I just didn't know whether it was going to be for me. So I thought the best and the easiest way of me signing up straight away without putting any excuses in the way was to do it online. So that's what I did. It gave me a great understanding of the plan itself. Um, I liked my weight on there every week and it gave me pretty much everything that I did need at the time. So yeah, I decided to also start my Instagram account up at the same time as well, which was uh, an amazing thing that I did decide to do. And I'm very, very pleased that I did do so. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't be sitting here talking to yourself now, Carl. So yeah, so I I like my weekly weigh-ins on there. Um, I post pictures of my meals, but also, I suppose, gain so, so much support from other people on similar journeys to myself, I suppose. And in some ways, the people I speak to on Instagram... A kind of my support network and also I would say my Slimming World group so to speak um, because I speak to people on a daily basis they kind of give me advice Um I seek advice from them you know and and their stories and their journeys inspire me every single day so I kind of use that platform to seek um, yeah seek advice from others get inspiration of new recipe ideas and so many other things as well. I would, I would kind of like to say actually I don't know I don't know but I'm not sure if my journey would be or would have gone as well, should I say, without the support I have received on Instagram. The support is truly incredible. Every single person that does follow my journey, I'm incredibly grateful for, and they do inspire me every single day. But yeah, going back to the plan itself on Slimming World, it just works for me personally. I'm I'm very, very happy with it. It's flexible. It does give you that flexibility, enabling you to kind of have those things that you crave within moderation. And for me, that just works. So at the moment, I'm definitely not looking elsewhere and um, I'm very, very focused still and um, I'm very happy with where I'm at.
1: That's great to hear. And uh, there's a few things I want to touch on because I, I think you're probably the first, I'm trying to think back, but I, I think you may be the first person who's following this plan only online and isn't going to the meetings. I know a few people who have actually started online and then progressed into group sessions, but... I've always heard feedback from from a majority of people that by going in person, it kind of adds that accountability. But it sounds as though for you, you're able to still have accountability to yourself, but not only that to the people who you began um, creating as part of a community within your Instagram account as well. So it was as if, I guess, by being on Instagram, by telling everybody when you're weighing yourself, you were still having a level of accountability there.
0: Absolutely and I think that's that's why I suppose it has worked for me and that's why I've never I kind of never changed the way that I've gone through, for, for this I suppose or through this. Um, I've always stuck to that online plan purely because the support network that I do receive on Instagram, I suppose has given me that kind of sense of community there. Um, so yeah it, it just works for me at the moment and I suppose why change something if it's going great already?
1: Of course. I, I fully agree. And, and I think for a lot of people, it can actually take quite a lot of time, plans, attempts to find that thing that works for them. And I'd always encourage people never to give up just because maybe one plan, you might find it difficult. You might not like the, the structure of it. Ultimately, all the plans serve the same purpose. And this was something I was talking to Joe, who appeared on one of the earlier episodes, um, Joey Jojo. And, um, Great guy. He, he is an absolutely fantastic guy, and, and you know we, we've struck up quite a friendship since uh, I, I interviewed him for the episode. And he he put a post the other day that was basically saying, but you know, it's it really doesn't matter what you follow if it's a healthy plan because ultimately it's just packaged in a different way. The the ultimate objective is to really make sure you're consuming less calories than you're burning, and then weight loss will occur. But whether it's Slimming World, Weight Watchers, Keto. The you know, Cambridge one-to-one diet, all of these different diets ultimately are helping you to consume less calories. And it's about finding what works for you and finding something, you know, it doesn't matter if someone says, oh, you know, that didn't work for me. So you should assume it wouldn't work for you. It's not the case. Everybody's different. I think everybody has their own challenges, be it physical challenges, mental challenges. And because of that, I think we have to respect everyone's decision but obviously to encourage people to always do it in a safe way. And I, I wanted to ask you, Charlie, had you had you attempted to lose weight any other way or did you go straight to Slimming World and that was what was working for you?
0: I suppose um, on the odd occasion, I'd tried Slimming World before, half-heartedly. My mum, uh, Liv's mum as well, and my granddad, between them, they've all lost, I kind of think I'm sh- off the top of my head, I'm sure it's about eight stone between them, which is incredible, just yeah. using the Slimming World plan. And they've obviously gone to groups and things like that as well. But I, I tried it every every now and again, um, you know, but I I'd attempted calorie counting as well. Um, but I honestly can't say that I gave it my all. I really didn't really put my all into it. Um, so I suppose I wasn't that motivated at the time. I never really actually weighed myself it was, it was as unhappy as I, I was and, and didn't really like the way that I looked and the way that I felt. The emotions were awful. I, I just obviously didn't want to make that change. Whereas I suppose those moments that I mentioned earlier with my brother's wedding and um, the, the kids in the swimming pool, that scenario and, and that experience there, they were the sorts of things that I suppose spurred me on to, to finally want to make a change to my life.
1: That makes perfect sense. And you, you say those emotions that you went through when you were unhappy with yourself. Is it something that was on your mind a lot, Charlie, if I can ask?
0: I suppose so, yes, because every single morning I'd wake up and I'd, I'd have that. I suppose, argument with myself in in my head, you know, I'd feel terrible, I wouldn't know what to wear, because I wouldn't wear a t shirt. So every single morning, it was always that battle against yourself, um, against myself, should I say. And so it was always, I suppose, in my mind, I just needed something to, to, you know, to give me that edge to give me that motivation. And it suppose it was those moments, like I say earlier, that did finally give me that and I'm so grateful that it did.
1: Of course. Of course. And and the fact, like you said, it's just to really get the ball rolling. And I think once you start to see the impact of, of changing your diet and, and what great difference that can make, it's kind of is it, it, it gains momentum. And once you have that momentum, it can almost become in a positive way, addictive to, to see OK, how far can I push myself? And you start to challenge yourself and, and what's possible. And with that comes strength and the momentum and motivation to go even further. Uh, so it sounds as though you know you, you've you've done absolutely fantastically. And and when you started, did you have a specific target in mind?
0: So funny enough, actually, um, I I've never actually set myself a target. I know it works for for the majority of people that do set the targets. I think it's absolutely brilliant, and I really really do appreciate it. But for myself personally. I never wanted to set myself a target weight. And the only reason being was because I'm the sort of person that if I didn't achieve that um, at that specific time, I would 100% have beaten myself up. And I didn't ever want to go back into that spiral of negative emotions and and feeling really down from not achieving it. So I never, ever set a target. I just kind of knew and had it in the back of my head that as long as I became a happier, more healthier version of myself, that's all that kind of mattered, really. Um, So something I always like to say, actually, is you know, there are 21 meals in a week. If you have one day off plan, so three meals off plan, that then means that there's 18 meals that you've still got a great opportunity to create a healthy, balanced diet on those 18 meals. And yeah, I think that's something I always like to say is don't ever beat yourself up if you have a day off plan. You've got 18 meals in a week to to then make healthy and, and, and delicious, you know, on, on plan. So, yes, yeah, so that's something I always kind of like to, like to live my life by.
1: I think it's great advice. And whether or not you follow Slimming World or or don't follow a plan, but just in general want to lead a healthier lifestyle. I've always said that you know this, this 80-20 rule is quite good. And I think that probably three out of 21 is, is probably a little less than 20%. But um, I, I think by having that moderation, you never need to really deny yourself of things that you like or, or feel like you're punishing yourself while trying to lose weight. And I think it is ultimately about getting that balance. And I think coming up to Christmas is a, a really good demonstration of that, that I, for some reason in our head, as soon as December kicks in, people seem to think that Christmas is like five weeks long. And and it's really not. And I was thinking about it today, that Christmas is Sunday, there's probably three days, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day and Boxing Day, where we have family over, we're doing family events, we're eating and drinking more. But outside of that, do I really need to be concerned about my diet or what I'm going to be eating or not being able to go to the gym? Because they're just normal days. And and I think having that headspace is the difference for a lot of people between having a successful run at this or for a lot of people who don't feel they're capable of doing it or don't want to do it. They, they might just say, okay, I'll start again in January. But I don't think it's necessary to do so. And unfortunately for a lot of people, these are the times where a lot of damage to the efforts that they have made can be done and you can get, take a few steps back. So it, was this anything or is this anything that concerns you at all about um, keeping up with your progress and, and has your journey, I guess, been linear in terms of the way that you've achieved weight loss and being able to maintain it?
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, of course, it's going to be in the back of everybody's mind, the Christmas period, like you say. For me, it comes down to mindset. You know, if you're determined and you're still motivated to want to change your life, and still want to lose weight, maintain weight, you know, you will make it happen. Um, And I think there's also got to be that flexibility. You, You want to, of course, you want to enjoy Christmas Day, Boxing Day, and those days around the Christmas period. And you should allow yourself to do that. And for me, that's what I'm going to allow myself to do. But know that full well that I've got the confidence in myself that I can get back on it as soon as those days have gone by. Um, you know, and I suppose that's the flexibility with the with the plan as well on swimming world that you can still enjoy those things that you know that you do crave um on the odd occasion um within moderation of course. so yeah, I suppose definitely it's always going to be in the back of my mind Christmas, but for sure I know that i I have now got the confidence in myself I wouldn't have I've said that beforehand um you know before I'd lost the weight, but I would say now I have got that confidence in myself that i I believe that I can get back onto it as soon as those couple of days over Christmas have gone by.
1: And do you think, uh, t- while talking about this specifically, do you think having that shift in mindset is is important in terms of having a plan for when you do start? Because I, I think in my case, and, and talking from my own experience, for me, whenever I've had a holiday throughout this year, because this is the first year I've really focused on my health more than, than any other attempt that I have. And whenever there's been a holiday or a birthday or, or something coming up where I've said to myself right okay I'm not going to be so strict with my eating plan I'm going to be drinking and and having a plan so saying right okay but on this day this is what I'm going to do to demonstrate that I'm back at it and you know back into it and so be packing my gym bag and setting an alarm to say okay on this Monday I'm going to go to the gym or knowing what food I'm going to have on that first day just to really get into the rhythm have you have you done things like that or planned it to give you that motivation and make sure that you do stay on track when you when Christmas or something finishes.
0: Hundred um, percent. Me and my fiance live. We um, we always plan our meals in advance. So uh, on a Saturday morning, we go and do our weekly shop, and we plan every single meal that we're having on that week. Understandably, you know, you can often um, or potentially go off plan um, and have a different meal if you're having a bit of a bad day or something, or change that meal to something a little bit different. But for us, it's worked since I've since I started my journey, and it's something we'll be doing over the Christmas period as well. Is planning our meals, and that's something that I'll live by now, probably or fingers crossed for the rest of my life as it's a really, really great way of knowing, I suppose setting your setting your week up for success rather than kind of each morning waking up, not knowing what you're going to have and then turning to something that's probably going to be a little bit unhealthy for yourself. So yeah, that's, that's the sort of thing that I go to um, on the majority of the time anyway.
1: I, I think that's great advice as well because like you say, it having, knowing, starting the day knowing what you're going to have that day, you don't know what's going to happen during that day that can affect your mood affect your your plan in terms of having the time to cook a, a healthier meal and so often what will happen and again going back to my case my experience with a, a young family busy job and um, trying to do a podcast at the same time and, and everything else that happens often convenience kind of takes over the plan and it, it could be a case okay it's 9 p.m i still haven't had dinner but you know there's a, a microwave meal or a pizza in a fridge or something and before that would have been my okay I'm just going to do that because it's easier. Whereas I try to always make sure that I do have a a prepped meal ready to just put in the microwave if I want to, or there's salad in the fridge, something where I can actually make a healthier choice in that moment. I don't know if you've listened to the the couples episode with Rob and Yvonne from Ireland who who came on the show. They have a, a board and they get their kids involved and they plan the meals for the whole week. And they said that even with that plan of meals, they cook every single night. But it doesn't take more than thirty minutes. But just by having it written on the board, it makes such a big impact to their life. And it sounds like you've said you want to do this for the rest of your life because it's something that works for you. And I, I think it's fantastic, Charlie. It sounds, you know, you're so positive and optimistic about the journey you've been on and I think it's it's quite right as well because you've done amazing. I'd like to know if you have any advice for somebody who, especially this time of the year, thinking about New Year's resolutions or wanting to make a change. What would you tell those people?
0: You know what? I would honestly say it's a bit of advice that I suppose I've given myself as well is believe in yourself because anything is actually possible. I honestly wish I have believed myself sooner, but it is important to remember that, of course, there's going to be obstacles and doubters out there. And there probably is going to be a couple of mistakes along the way. But with hard work and dedication, there are definitely no limits for sure. So yeah, every situation in life, I always like to say this, is temporary. So when life is good, make sure that you do enjoy it fully. And when life isn't so good and you've got those little bit of down moments, um, you know, remember that it will not last forever and better days are on the way. And it's always a bit of advice I like to give people. Um, you know, if people drop me a message, I always like to try and give them a bit of advice where possible. So yeah, that's, that's probably a little bit of advice I'd like to give to everybody that's listening today.
1: I think it's great and I think it's a a testament to your your positive attitude and although this is the first time we've ever spoken I I can just you know I I can feel your energy and and, you know your charisma and and positive attitude which I think is is fantastic I'm sure it rubs off on a lot of people I I know on Instagram for absolute certain I I see you know the the positive reaction that you have to people and and the way that you encourage people on their journeys as well which is amazing and I I wanted to ask as well if I could we're getting towards the end of the episode now but if, if you had to define how weight loss has, has changed your life and then keep it in mind that you're still young as well, what would you say has probably been like the, the biggest part of that and, and how you feel it's changed your life in the, the most impactful way?
0: I suppose looking back on how I used to feel before losing the weight, feeling incredibly low on a daily basis, you know, struggling to find anything to wear each morning just a build-up of all of those terrible emotions to how I feel now. I wouldn't say I'm exactly where I would like to be, but I'm on a journey, and it's a journey I'm truly enjoying for sure. So losing the weight has definitely changed my life for the better. But I'd say, like, relating it to kind of what's what's in the now, so work-wise, my job is delivering presentations and talks, like we've mentioned, to a lot of people at a time, so hundreds. And I definitely would not have had the confidence to do that beforehand. But then there's also, I suppose, those experiences that losing weight has gifted me. So like we kind of touched on earlier, um, I was incredibly lucky to feature in the Slimming World magazine, which was a day that I will never, ever forget. The Slimming World team did an incredible job um, and did my photo shoot at what I like to call my second home, uh, the Nottingham Forest Football Stadium, so the city ground. And what a day that was. It was truly just incredible. But then also, I do feel incredibly grateful that I was asked to be on the Slimming World Autumn campaign as well, which was my face plastered all over leaflets and posters and many other things which is just incredible to see. And so I still pinch myself to to this day, um, you know, seeing it. They're they're sort of moments that I will treasure for the rest of my life. Um, And I suppose it's, it's... I like to always reflect back on kind of what I was like and how I used to feel back before I lost the weight to now. And I think that's really, really important for other people to do. Take it one step at a time. Because life, I suppose, it's a quote I always actually say on my Instagram um, stories a lot is, life is like a camera. So focus on what's important. Capture those good times, those great memories. Develop from the the negatives, I suppose. And if things don't work out, just take another shot. Take that next step. And every day is a new day to achieve. So yeah, there are a couple of different things and moments that I would say have changed my life.
1: That... It's not just poetic, but beautiful. I, I love that, Charlie, and, and that, that reference to the camera. I'm going to have to find that and, and write it down because I think if I tried to repeat it now, I'd butcher it. So uh, I'm not going to even attempt it, but that, that's really great. And uh, I'm going to ask you one final question, actually, because something you mentioned, and, and I think this is good, especially this time of year, and and I believe personally that working on ourselves is a, a continuous journey, that's something that should never stop, be it you know through education, be it on our personal health, be it on relationships with others. But you said that... You, you said one moment ago that you're not quite where you want to be yet. So I wanted to ask if you've set yourself any objectives or goals or things you want to do in the coming year that you're going to do to try and get yourself closer to where you want to be.
0: Yeah. So I would say me and Liv have got our uh, our wedding really exciting actually um, in August, 2023. So I think my, my main goal is is to kind of carry on maintaining where I'm at at the moment so when I say I'm not where I would like to be, I suppose it's kind of a continuous journey. It's one of those things that I would like to just carry on doing and just keep succeeding and keep on achieving. Of course, it's going to come with its challenges, like we mentioned earlier. Uh, but I suppose it's just, you know, maintaining where I'm at at the moment and keeping that positivity going and and keeping that excitement there for me and for me and Liv for, for our special day in August next year. But yeah, I, I would actually just like to say if that's okay, Carl, just talking of Liv, she's 100% been my support, my, my biggest supporter, I'd say, um, throughout my entire journey here. So to have someone so supported by my side every single day, I do, do genuinely feel incredibly lucky to have her, definitely. Um, you know, so I suppose just going back to that point, though, I'm not on where I want to be just yet, but it's it's coming, you know, um, just just to keep on maintaining uh, where I'm at is something that I'd like to keep going at.
1: Perfect. And that's great. And a big shout out to Liv. Congratulations to you and, and congratulations to both of you for your upcoming wedding next year. That's that's really great. And uh, I wish you all the best with that. Thank you. Charlie, earlier on, we mentioned your amazing Instagram account and how supportive you are to other people, and how much good information's on there. So, are you okay for me to share that with everybody who listens to the podcast? Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate it, and I'm sure others will too. So, head over to Instagram. His account is swcharlie m. That's swcharlie m. And there you can find all the great information he has, and I'm sure he won't mind you asking him any questions you might have too. Hundred percent. Just to close, I I think something you just said there is is absolutely true that you you might not be exactly where you want to be right now, but I think it's important to perhaps never get to where exactly you want to be because that's when you probably stop making an effort. And it's always good to have goals. It doesn't matter whether they're big, outrageous, crazy dream goals or just a goal for next month. Like between now and then, I would like to improve on this. And like I said, it's it's for all aspects of life. It isn't just necessarily related to weight loss or, or your your diet. So I think it's great. And and like I said to you before we started recording, I think for, for someone as young as you are, you've got a very wise head on your shoulders. And I, I think, you know, this is going to take you to great places throughout your life. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit older than you. But I I wish I had this level of maturity and um, direction, I think, when I was in my 20s. So congratulations on that. Thank you very much. Charlie, I'd just like to say, you know, a big thank you and welcome to being one of our weight loss warriors. It's an absolute privilege to have you as part of this podcast
0: thank you so much for having me as well carl just a big thank you to you as well actually for having me here on the podcast and thank you to everybody who inspires me every single day sometimes the smallest steps in the right direction ends up being the biggest steps in your life so yeah take that next step tiptoe if you must but be sure to take it thank you
1: i love it thanks so much charlie take care of yourself merry christmas
0: and to you thank you ever so much merry christmas to you
1: i'd also like to say a big thank you to you our listeners I appreciate you joining us at the Weight Loss Warrior podcast and would love that you become part of our tribe. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast to never miss a new Weight Loss Warrior tell their story. We share brand new episodes every single Monday and Thursday and hope that you join us next time. You can also find us on Instagram where we share great tips and advice on how you can lose weight in a safe and sustainable way. Simply search for Weight Loss Warrior podcast and follow us today. Remember, Be kind to yourself and keep looking forward, you can achieve your goals.